The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm, World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rockstars. Well, that's right, everybody. I want to welcome you to another edition of the SEO Rockstars. It is Tuesday, October the 28th. Do you know how your search listings are doing? That's all I got to say. Uh, joining me today as, uh, as co-host on the SEO Rockstars uh, is none other than a good buddy, friend of mine, and of course, uh, of course, one of uh, the the industry's outspoken SEOs, Chris Boggs. How are you, buddy? Hey, Darren. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. It's uh, it is all good. Um, I, I gotta say, we we had we had an amazing week last week. Where uh, you know oil, oil man came on, and we we had on uh, the CEO of Linkworth, Ron Wicker, and had a very interesting conversation, you know, about what the value of a link is worth, and uh, we've been exploring links and how the engines perceive links and uh, what have you. And, you know, quite honestly, I became fascinated recently with um, a little piece of technology I tripped across called TouchGraph. And uh, I thought, what what better way to understand um, link neighborhoods and um, especially a variety of link neighborhoods. I mean, you know, Chris, we see, you know, we of course, you know, want to track link neighborhoods, you know, clients that we have. But at the same time, looks to me like you could actually locate negative link neighborhoods inside of this thing. So, you know, I, I don't want to throw out a bunch of supposition. Um, but I, I'd like to dive in head first and um, welcome the founder of TouchGraph, uh, Alex Shapiro. Alex, welcome to the show. Yes, hi. Thank you for having me. Um, a- a- Alex, let's. I, I got to tell you, this this is um, truly an incredible application that uh, that you guys have have put out. And um, I'm I'm still reloading 
the new version here. Uh, b- before it was it was web based, so right, I'm right. still it's stepping actually, through. Getting... If you go, if you go to demos, you'll see it's still web based. It's just under a different oh, tab cool. now. Oh, cool! Very cool. All right, we'll go. We'll go to demos then. Perfect. Um, so uh, tell me, t- tell me, let's rewind the clock a little bit. Um, you used to work for Google, did you not? Um, no, I did not actually. But uh, uh, I was one of the first to use the Google API when that came out. Um, and uh, the Google API allows you to do the same kind of searches that you can do from the Google website, only you load the results as... Uh, XML, which can be read by an application. So, yeah, the TouchGraph uh, Google browser became uh, well-known in that basis. And um, yeah, also we integrated it with uh, some other APIs out there, like the Amazon API, which now has uh, the... Amazon has Alexa, which also gives you uh, web rankings. So we're planning to extend the Google browser to use Alexa data as well, the Amazon Web Services. But yeah, but um, no, I never actually worked for Google. I did work for uh, a Sapient Consulting. That's that's a value. Sure, sure. Now, now, tell me what was the impetus behind the you know what, what was the genesis of TouchGraph? All right. Well, yeah, I just saw that. Um, there was lots of interrelated information on the Internet. Um, even uh, Google started as kind of a link analysis application. But my what appealed to me was uh, uh, displaying that visually. So and I saw lots of opportunities, including uh, Google similar pages, also uh, things like um, uh, medical co-authorships from some other public medical databases, and, uh, yeah, and that was even before the whole uh, social network, I don't know if you can call it a revolution, but all the social networks like uh, Friendster and then Facebook came about. So we've been lucky to have started with network visualization even before those applications came on the scene. Yeah, but, yeah, so what got me started was just uh, the visual appeal of networks and also this notion that uh, whereas there's readily available tools for navigating hierarchies, such as your uh, widget to explore your file folders on a desktop, there's nothing like this for networks. And uh, this was an interesting design challenge. How do you create something that lets you see uh, this interconnected network and really make it as uh, comfortable for you to walk around it as it is to use a tree widget to navigate a file hierarchy? So... Yeah, so you can think of uh, the Internet as, you know, a mass of uh, interconnected and interlinked websites. So how do you actually go from website to website without uh, overcrowding the screen too much and um, at the same time letting the user know where they are? Hey, Alex, this is Chris Boggs. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Um, I got a question, and this really reminds me. And and anyone who's listening in, I mean, go to touchcraft.com, and what he's talking about is the uh, there's a demo in the top nav. If you click on demos, uh, you can then touch, uh, you know, click touchgraph Amazon, touchgraph Google, and touchgraph Facebook. Um, I've gone to touchgraph Google. This reminds me 
um, about three or four years ago, there was actually another application out there, and, and, and actually a, a year and a half or two ago, I was racking my mind trying to find it, and I couldn't find it. Ha- have you been around for a while? Because I remember there was uh, something like this that surfaced like three or four years ago that uh, primarily just focused on uh, linking relationships between sites, and it, it's it sort of tried to map out hubs and authorities around specific industries or or, uh, or websites. Does that ring a bell right. to you, well, or would it have been your you guys? Right. Well, I'm not. I mean, there's been some similar websites. I'm actually not sure the one you're referring to, but we did uh, redesign the look of our application. It used to be black and white. Now it's kind of a uh, in color, and we've uh, for each website we're actually loading icons, so you get to see little logos for uh, each of the websites you're browsing. So. Uh, it's possibly actually thinking of just an older version of uh, TouchGraph, or it could be some unrelated application, which I'm not aware of. There's well, actually, 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 guys, if if you want to go, I'm I'm dating myself again here, but if if you rewind the clock back to the days of Excite in its heyday, Excite released um, for a very short period of time. Uh, something called Excite Extreme. And Excite Extreme did what you see right here with TouchGraph. Um, but it, 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 it was somewhat kludgy, and I, you know, I, I don't think they had um, you know, the, the intricate mapping um, that, that you guys have, have put here. Um, it, it, it was an interesting product. I, I, I just think it was a little bit ahead of its time yet, um, and that's why, that's why it didn't succeed. Um, you know, but, but this is, to date... Since Excite Extreme, the only thing I've seen that would visually, um, you know, help represent um, link neighborhoods. Uh, right. And l- let me tell you a little bit about the way the TouchGraph Navigator works, uh, which uh, would let you know why it's uh, why it might succeed where other pl- applications would not. Um, so. Uh, what the TouchGraph Navigator is doing, the touch, uh, not the Navigator, the TouchGraph uh, Google Browser. The TouchGraph Google Browser is using the Google API, and the link neighborhoods that you're looking at are uh, neighborhoods of, quote-unquote, similar websites. Now, what is a similar website? Well, a similar website is actually a Google-specific term where whenever you do a search on Google, everybody uh, is familiar with the cached page link, so next to the search results, there's usually a cache page link where you get to see an archived version of that web page. Now, there's also a similar pages link. So similar pages are often not used uh, as much as cache pages, but they're there. That's a uh, functionality that has been there since uh, uh, the beginning of Google. And um, I think in part, similar pages might have to do with um, the way Google weeds out uh, kind of not malicious networks, but just uh, networks of people uh, just arbitrarily linking to each other just to uh, try to game the system. So I think it might derive from the same phenomena. But um, in general, though, similar pages is 
an attempt by Google to uh, find uh, similar pages to the given page. And the way it does that, one of the ways it does that is it looks at mutual links between the two websites. And another way that it does it is it actually looks at third-party websites. So, um, you know, if you have, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Microsoft and Apple or whatever, or let's say you have uh, an iPod and a BlackBerry, um, there might be a third third-party weblogs that uh, compare the two. And uh, when they link to both of them, those two products uh, become related. So when third-party webloggers or news articles link to two websites uh, in the same post, those websites become related. So the interesting that ha thing that happens is that using kind of um, the power of collective filtering, you really get to identify, well, what are the strongest connections between one website and another? What are the really um, the closest, uh, most related web pages? Uh, now, now, I mean, the principle of this. I, yes, go ahead. I, I, I guess my question here is: Let's say you know here in TouchGraph, in the mm -hmm. keywords or URL field, you type in a URL, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, I'll, I'll point this out, Matt cuts. God damn it! If you're listening, pay attention because this this is that thing I said we needed to talk about. Okay, let me get the rant, rant out of the way. Okay, so it, it, you type in a URL, such as an inherited website. Let's say, let's say someone went and they bought a website mm -hmm. from someone else, mm -hmm. and they inherit the link attributes mm -hmm. of that website, meaning any old linkage that was out there from any mm -hmm. other site whether it be a good site or a bad site, they inherit that by virtue of buying or acquiring that site. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I agree. Okay. So at, at that point, when, when you take a look at you know, a, a site and you, you do, say, a, you know, a, a link colon at Google itself – for the inherited domain, and then you go to TouchGraph, and you put the same URL in, it's really ironic that Google shows far much less linkage than what TouchGraph does. So I'm kind of curious on your opinion is Google filtering something that right, right. if you're mm -hmm. going through their their web, you know, the the, the front web page, it's it's different. Mm -hmm. But if you're if you're parsing the, the uh, their API into something mm -hmm. like TouchGraph, you're 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 able to see more. Right, right. Um, well, actually, we are using uh, the exact same results as come up on the uh, in the search results. So, um, and I think the prefix there I'm, might be related. I'd like to interject to real quick. I hate to interrupt, Alex, yeah, but I think sure. that we're yeah, actually sure. comparing potentially apples and oranges here. Um, first of all, to address the Google link colon thing, 
Uh, Darren, as you know, there's, this has been a conversation that's gone on in SEO for a while and that, you know, until you get Webmaster Tools access, you're not going to really see the true um, lengths and that, that, you know, Google has measured, reported to a particular domain unless you have Webmaster Tools uh, verified in there and then you can get a lot more information. Uh, but the second thing is that it, it, it seems to me that what you're reporting on here is actually related sites or similar sites and not the actual links. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So um, when you do the link colon um, at, uh, at Google, Darren, you're seeing a different set of data than what TouchGraph is, is working so, with, I believe. Okay, so, so, so tell me what the value to, say, John Doe Webmaster is in using TouchGraph, say, Google. All right, so um, basically it lets you see how a particular uh, space, a particular market, is perceived by the web community. So by uh, more like by the uh, web bloggers and uh, uh, media and anybody who would be the people that are linking uh, to the website. So, okay, for the for um, the benefit of the listeners and, and uh, for people that will listen to the podcast later, I'm within the TouchGraph Google browser, and I've typed in www.webmasterradio.fm. So I'm looking at the webmasterradio.fm TouchGraph here. Can you talk to it or you know, make your explanation related to this specific one and maybe cover the, the reasons that you have some colors? Red, green, right. blue. Uh, ironically, uh, one of the connections here is Matt Cutts, uh, who you just mentioned. <laughs> um, Darren, uh, I'm on Webmaster Rated <laughs> yeah. He's got his whole little uh, area over to the left side of the graph that I'm looking at. And, and I apologize, Alex, looking, but yeah. if you could pull that up, then that way it could, if it gives us all a common ground, the listeners as well as, as us, to what we're looking at, it may be easier for you to explain it that way. So looking at the rest of this community, it's interesting because it, it looks like it's treating uh, some of this unique uh, webmasterradio.fm. There's like the Net Income podcast is considered its own little network. Uh, uh -huh. Then the Good Karma podcast is as well. I'm digitally, seeing the uh, ported, Webmaster Radio launches. It's, it, it is. It's very interesting. So I'm I'm wondering if in looking at this, it, this could be used as a tool of identifying very very um, relevant sites that may not be linking to you now, but could be. Right. Well, so this is. Um it's actually not. Uh, it's 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 possible that it would identify websites that would link to you. It depends um, uh, the kind of community that you're in. So if you're a weblogger, if you're an actual weblog, then you are likely to uh, link to other weblogs, and other weblogs are likely to link to you. If you are um, if you're a news source, you're also potentially likely to link to other uh, news sources or related. Uh, media, but if you are a product, then maybe you're not as likely to be linking to competing products. So right. even though you wouldn't link to competing products, um, what what the Google similar pages tries to identify is those specific competing products. So um, so what you would see is uh, 
kind of the the market uh, space of the websites. It's kind of uh, once again, it's how your website and related websites are related in the from the perspective of uh, web loggers and um, and other media that, that are you know other linkers that are out there. So gotcha. Gotcha. And and guys, I need to jump in real quick. Uh, We got to give our sponsors a little bit of thank you um, for bringing this this great show to us. And when we come back, we are going to dive in just a little bit deeper and roll up our sleeves and understand just a tad bit more about about Touchgraph. This is a very intriguing tool, and again, this this covers more than just Google, guys. They've parsed in other APIs like Amazon, and we're going to talk about that when we come back next. Stay with us, folks. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. 
What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Well, that's right, everybody. We are back. And uh, boy, let me tell you what, this first segment has just flown by, and uh, I would like to welcome back my co-host for today's show, Chris Boggs, the man about town, uh, Mr. SEO himself. How are you, Chris? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> Love that. Then, of course, joining us, uh, the, the founder of TouchGraph. Alex Shapiro, Alex, uh, welcome back to the show, and uh, thanks for taking the time to to dive into this and help us really understand this very very cool tool that you guys have built. Right. Well, yes. Thank you for having me again. Um, so, uh, tell us. Obviously, we we did a search for you know Webmaster Radio, and it it brings up this. You know, wonderful matrix of colorful sites, and when when you look down in the left hand column, there's there's a list that appears to correspond name and URL. The information that's on the left navigation, as it were, of of your uh, TouchGraph browser um, seems to correspond with uh, a lot of the information that's in the actual image. Is that is that correct? Or um... yes, that is correct. Okay. Yes. And so, then, yeah, can two... you tell us what the SIM uh, pound sign uh, indicates? Right. So... Is that similar number? So there's eleven yes. similar pages from that site, maybe, or yes, that's right. So. Yeah, we count similar pages as so. So what we do when we load this information is uh, we start with uh, webmasterradio.fm and then four webmaster radio, and for each of those we load ten more. So in theory, uh, there should be some websites that have uh, ten as that number as a similar number, and some other websites that have one, because uh, the way it works is uh, if you if the website was just found as a result of expanding a uh, visible website, it would have one similar page link. Um, but what ends up happening is if you expand um, to, if two, if a given website comes up as similar for three other websites, then that number 
would be uh, three, let's say, instead of one. So um, basically the similar number indicates uh, how much data has been retrieved, and uh, this, uh, in a way, the statistic is just an indicator of the process of the usage of the tool. So these numbers would change. It's not, it's not an absolute um, rank as in a search engine rank or anything like that. But for highly ranked sites, um, as you expand more and more uh, nodes in the graph, which we can talk about how to do, as you add more and more search results, the more popular uh, websites would come up as similar sites to uh, some of the other sites. Okay. So, so looking at this list for Webmaster Radio, I scroll down it and I see a number of relevant uh, results. Uh, I would say that the majority you could consider are pretty relevant. And then I would imagine that any anomalies are probably you can chalk that up to anomalies in Google's algorithm. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not positive, but the Bible and MP3 audio is not, as far as I know, uh, a Webmaster Radio specialty. Um, we also don't. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't think that's in there, Chris. Oh, it is? No, no, okay. I don't believe it is. <laughs> okay, well, it's listed as, you know, in, in the top six there, and then you have a few others. I mean, is it fair, uh, and, and I'm not meaning to put words in your mouth, Alex, but is that probably an anomaly that's coming from the uh, Google's classification of um, what they would consider a, a, a familiar right. website? Yes, so we really, our results can only be as accurate as uh, what Google returns, um, but, um, yeah, so, yes, yeah, so there is a, a good amount of noise, but even yeah. despite the noise, you can it's still not too find much. some, right. There's, can you tell me about the color there. scheme? Right, so the color scheme is a result of trying to identify clusters within the data. So, okay. uh, nodes that are colored the same color are basically, they're the ones that are related to each other. So... Um, if you look um, off on the side, there's uh, SEO Roundtable, and uh, that has Great website. a group, and that's, that's the hub of uh, a number of websites which are all colored uh, that same color, at least uh, in my visualization. So what, what ends up happening is the, the color scheme just tries to visually separate um, clusters of websites. Okay, and that's something that TouchGraph is doing uh, through your yeah. software. Not uh, that's not something that's uh, extrapolated from the Google data. Yes, that's right. That's uh, added on uh, as a visualization analysis. I'd like to go back to what Darren was asking earlier. Uh, to me, it would seem that one of the primary uses for this would be for competitive research or for uh, link uh, building uh, research. Is that? From your and, and Alex, perhaps you could kind of give us a background on your um, intentions for this to be used as an SEO tool, uh, whether that or not that was the case, or what you know, what are the primary intentions for use of this tool? Right. So the the intention is just to uh, provide another way to access uh, Google's data. Uh, we weren't specifically um, targeting it for uh, SEO use, but. Uh, it seems that uh, that is one of the ways that uh, search engine results can be used, just like, I mean, search engines in general are, uh, uh, they're not specifically targeted towards uh, search engine optimizers, but um, it is of interest for search engine optimization. Uh, 
So, mm, yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't specifically for SEO. It was really just to reveal these link structures. And, um, yeah, but I feel that you can get a lot of information about um, link communities. And uh, if, um, if you want to be uh, a part of, uh, if you if you want to be a part of a particular community, you might be interested to see, okay, well, who are uh, the web bloggers and the media who are linking uh, to competing products? So, and you would get a list of competing products from a visualization such as this. You would say, oh, well, this is the space I want to enter. What are the uh, what are the products in the space? And then, using other means, you could find out well who's talking about them. So. This isn't necessarily going to tell you uh, who are the people who are talking about um, competing products, but it's at least going to give you a list of uh, similar websites in the space that uh, you may otherwise have missed. Um, because what this does basically is uh, you can view it as an aggregation of, if you actually asked uh, a person out there, or if you look, if you read an article, and the article said, okay, well, here's a website and here are some other similar websites that are like it. Um, that would be one resource for getting a list of similar websites. And what Google does is it actually looks at all such web pages, all such occurrences of a link to a given site and other sites that were linked to in the same context, and it gives you a list of all those websites. So, um, so th that is kind of what you're seeing, and you know, unfortunately. Uh, it picks up some noise in, in the process where, uh, in the same context as one given site, you would have some unrelated websites, and these get displayed in the same visualization as well. Okay. Interesting. Can you tell me if it's possible for us to, um, if we use this tool, uh, to download this information? I don't, I don't see any uh, sort of export uh, tab. Maybe I'm just missing it? Right, right. Yeah, so uh, we have actually, we're not, fully supporting exporting. However, there is kind of a hidden feature, which is if uh, if you go back to the touchreact.com website and you go back to the demos tab, right. you'll, see, uh -huh. you'll see that there's the graphic button, and underneath there's just a hyperlink that says signed version. So if you click that signed version link instead of the graphic button, then what you can do is you, that'll allow you to export the screenshots as well as uh, cut and paste information from the table. Because it'll definitely, it'll have like a watermark of, of TouchGraph on, on whatever gets uh, exported? Uh, yes, that's right. Okay. Very nice. Um, Very nice. And um, briefly, I, I, I think we need to take one more quick break. And uh, when, when we come back, guys, uh, just a brief overview in regards to Facebook and Amazon. Because um, honestly, I think, Alice, we, uh, Alex, we've got to have you back. Um, so we can dig in a little bit deeper on on these topics because I think we're barely scratching the surface here. So stay with us, folks. We're going to step out for one second when we come back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of social work where TouchGraph is concerned. Stay with us.
You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. With our lean and mean team, how can we manage our publishing needs and still have time to save the planet? No worries, 99. DMX is the premier ad exchange network. They publish ads that circle the globe every day. It's a mission possible. But you know our inventory needs maximum exposure. Would you believe DMX had 10 billion impressions just last month? Their real-time auction-based service gets us the top dollar for our ad space, while their superior service saves us the time we need to save the world. Oh, sorry about that, Chief. But we need creative control and our own third-party networks. And who will help manage our relationships? DMX has MediaGuard. We can select our own advertising banning profile, so direct media exchange networks know which ad types we don't like. And we look great. And did I mention DMX is free? Looks like working undercover is a thing of the past. Get smart. Get DMX. Making every impression count. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. SES Chicago. Chicago 2008 is coming to the Windy City December 8th through the 12th at the fabulous Chicago Hilton. Join thousands of your friends and colleagues at one of the biggest conferences as we wrap up 2008. Check out Camp Miss Panels and keynote presentations from Stanford Law Professor Lawrence Lessig and Omniture President and CEO Josh James. Search Engine Strategy Chicago December 8th through the 12th. Log on to searchenginestrategies.com and register today. We'll see you there. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Great. During the ad, I was able to uh, upload the uh, Facebook touch graph. Uh, it took a few minutes for it to download all 500 plus friends. Uh, but I've been presented with a, an actually 
pretty cool representation of my network. Um, so uh, it's going to be hard for us to use one single example, I assume, uh, with Facebook because maybe you could explain it, but um, it, it seemed to, you know, when I clicked on that application or the demo button for that application, it immediately went to my Facebook. And uh, if you could kind of tell us how that works, that would be great. Right. So the TouchGraph Facebook application has a growing group on Facebook. So lots of uh, Italian users are using the TouchGraph. What the uh, what the Facebook application does is it shows it loads uh, all of your friends, and then it uh, also knows which of your friends are friends together, and it kind of uh, groups communities of friends that you have visually. Uh, in different regions of the screen. So what you see is uh, maybe you have some friends from your hometown, some friends from your college, some friends from work, and each of those uh, communities would have uh, its own cluster on the screen. Um, the other interesting thing that the TouchGraph Facebook does is uh, it identifies who are the most important users to you so or your, your most important friends. And uh, the way it does this, kind of, uh, one would think that uh, the obvious way of doing this would be just to count mutual friends. So you would say, well, who has the most mutual friends with you on Facebook? Um, but it turns out that that's just a function of the size of a community. So if you were a member of a big community, then chances are, and all the members were friends with each other, then all of your uh, top friends would have come from that community. What TouchGraph actually looks at is who are your friends who you've introduced from one community to another, uh, and it makes those your top friends. So uh, the thinking is if you've actually uh, brought one person from one community and introduced them to some of your friends in another community, then this is a top friend. So um, the this has a couple of repercussions for, uh, I guess, advertising. Uh, one being that um, it's actually interesting to find out who a user's uh, quote-unquote top friends are because these are actually the, the people that uh, you would be most likely to influence. So if you're talking about some sort of viral marketing, then and you want to incentivize the person to tell uh, their friends about something, then you would actually want to incentivize them to tell their top friends about a particular product rather than just presenting them with a list of, uh, you know, 300 people. So if you present the person with a list of 10 people, um, chances are that uh, they're going to be more receptive to that. Plus the interesting thing about the uh, our top friend ranking algorithm is that these friends tend to be in different communities. So you would, uh, by picking 10 people, you would pick uh, the people who are kind of uh, across the different communities that somebody is a part of, um, you would inform everybody of a particular event, and uh, uh, that's, that's getting the word out the fastest. So uh, one thing the TouchGraph Facebook browser does is identify uh, top friends, and the other thing that it does is uh, just identifying communities. So as far as identifying communities, this is also useful from an advertising point of view where Perhaps you do not have a lot of information about a particular user, 
but you do have information about other users in the community. So if you need to create an advertising profile for that person, you would actually look at what the other users in the community are interested in, and thus you would be able to estimate what the person's taste is based on uh, the communities, what the communities that they're a part of are interested in. Um, but uh, yeah, but for now, uh, the Facebook browser is, uh, even though it has those capabilities, its main main attraction to the user is just a way to uh, see your network, and also it lets you navigate to uh, to see your friends' networks, uh, where you could actually click on a friend. There's a little camera icon, uh, which when you click it, loads um, all friends of a friend who were in pictures, were in photographs with that person, and then it actually even shows you strength of relationship based on how many photos the two people were in together. So you can see your own social network, and you can actually go and then explore the greater Facebook social networks to understand how... Uh, uh, social structures are formed. And this is very, very interesting. Cool. I, I would think and that I, I probably would need some gentlemen. sort of advanced degree to really understand <laughs> uh, these relationships. Um, but, um, I, so indeed, indeed. I'm presented with a, a number I, of I, I do have to say, um, Alex, I'm sure that, you know, we, we've got, you know, a, a lot of more uh, in-depth questions um, that that I know I'd love to dive into uh, on this a little further, um, you know, obviously the, this this uh, appears to be a very useful tool set, um, you know, for people, you know, doing research to to you know look beyond um, you know just the surface from uh, you know a very, a very narrow focused view, but th- this gives you quite a bit of a granular view. And uh, I definitely think it's 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 worth exploring more. However, we have come to the end of our show, so I will politely ask you, Alex, that uh, we get you scheduled to come back sometime soon, and we'll finish this conversation. Um, great, great. Well, yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, I have uh, uh, a few more things to talk about, so yeah, it would be great to uh, come back and talk with you again. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, uh, always good to have uh, Sir Chris Boggs join the, uh, the, the fun here at the, the FTO Rockstars. Chris, thanks for, uh, thanks for sitting in, considering my Skype was giving me hell today. Pleasure. So, as always, folks, we want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, to this week's edition of the SEO Rockstars. Uh, as, as planned, we are continuing to look into links, link neighborhoods, uh, the value of a link, and, uh, we're still, we're still turning those rocks over and, and looking, looking for dirt. So stay tuned. More, more to come right here on the SEO Rockstars only on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks, folks. See you next week.